Hello. Hello, you lovely, lovely bunch of people. So, we're back. It's Monday. It's a brand new week. If your class Monday is a start of a week, I know at work it's Friday that the class has a new working week. But that's just because the way stuff's done on the computer and stuff over there. So, um, yeah. To me, Monday is always the start of a week. But, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, we're here. It's a new week. It's, um, what date is it? 10th. <laughs> 10th of May. We're nearly we're nearly uh, at the end of whatever number lockdown this is. <laughs> I mean, some people have gone back to work because retails are open. Uh, I go back next Monday because that's when hospitality goes back. So, I mean, yeah. So from next Monday, to me, lockdown is pretty much over. But with that being said, still podcasts and stuff to do still going to be doing my monday disney madness podcast uh hopefully still do my friday fun day which i'll probably just end up you know talking about random stuff as i have been doing hopefully people listen i don't know <laughs> anyway we're here about monday disney madness so let's get to it shall we with the latest disney news So yes, it is Monday Disney Madness. Here is the latest Disney news regarding from last Monday, which was the 3rd of May. I'll quickly run through, you know, the usual, the stuff that really, you know, matters the most to, I suppose, somebody like me, who, like I keep saying every week, doesn't get to go to the parks all the time. So I just you know, include major updates and stuff like that. If you do hear clicking, it's because my microphone's now on a setting which is far, meaning it's far away from my mouth, but it also opens up the microphone to a wider dynamic, which means it'll pick up certain sounds from around the area, including me clicking which I assume you probably heard because I can hear it through my headphones. But again, I don't know if that's because my headphones ain't on. These are noise-cancelling headphones, but I don't turn the noise-cancelling on because otherwise it creates like this echo sound and it's really friggin' annoying. Like I end up hearing myself talk like four times. And it's just really weird. So I don't put the... I just use it as a normal headphone. So I don't know if the clicking's coming through the head, like the the cups on the headphones or not. I don't know. But if you hear it, I'm sorry. But yeah. <laughs> this is what I do every Monday. I just scroll through web pages to find like the latest news on Disney stuff. So here we are. So Disney College program is returning to Walt Disney World. Past pa participants are invited to, you know, 
uh, reapply. That's the word. We'll get there. So that's always good news because it's one thing I like seeing around Epcot is different people from the actual areas that, you know, the pavilions are from, which is always fun. It's always good to talk to people from their homelands and talk about certain stuff. So it'd be nice, hopefully September, if I do get to go. I'm more confident as each day goes on, as I did say last Monday. Um, Hopefully September, there'll be people there from, you know, from around the world working there. And I'll get to have a nice little chit-chat with them. Um, So obviously, it was May, May 4th. On Tuesday, which was my birthday. So Disney released like tons of, you know, Star Wars related content, should we say. Uh, One of which was the air quotes real lightsaber that they teased. Um, I've seen the video quite a number of times. I mean, as cool as it looks, let's be honest, <laughs> when they said real lightsaber, I just automatically assumed it was going to be like, you know, a real thing that can cut through stuff, like they do in the films, where they cut through shield blaster doors and stuff like that. Obviously, I should have been more aware about what I'm actually thinking about because it is Disney and they're like, you know, they're family oriented. So they're definitely not going to make something that'll, you know, burn and cut through stuff. <laughs> so I should have really took that into consideration when they said the real lightsaber. What they meant was an actual real retracting blade in the lightsaber. And they've achieved that from this video that everyone can see. But like the 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 helm of it does look a bit girthy, should we say? <laughs> like it does look quite thick. It's a thick boy, as people say nowadays. Don't know why. Don't really know why it's a thing. But hey ho, that's what people say. You see it here, there and everywhere on social medias. Um, but to give Disney its credit, it is pretty realistic. Like it does retract, and it still does light up in whatever color it's gonna be. This one was blue. I assume they've only done blue for now, but it's to be part of the new Galactic Star Cruiser Hotel, which is now delayed till next year. Which is understandable because I should imagine because of how. Um, interactive and you know stuff like that how many different parts there's going to be to it I should imagine they're hoping no restrictions in place at all so it kind of made sense to delay I mean they're still pretty far behind on I think the hotel itself all the walls and stuff are done I think they're just, obviously, the theme inside of stuff needs doing. Which I suppose they could have got done by the end of this year. Or 
the 50th like it was supposed to be open for, I think. But I think holding it back till next year probably is the best uh, result, shall we say, for everyone. Because if it is so immersive, if it is so interactive and there's going to be loads of little things you can do and meet and greet cast members and characters from the Star Wars universe, I would say, like, they're hoping that there's going to be absolutely no restrictions on at all for when this hotel does open. But that's what this lightsaber's for. Apparently, it's for one of the rooms, which is going to be like a training room. And you're going to be able to use, like, this sort of lightsaber. I can only assume that Disney's probably going to, you know, make loads so that they can sell it as well. But if a normal lightsaber in Galaxy's Edge is around $200 or $219 if you build your own now, then I wouldn't like to take a guess how much this would be. <laughs> I mean, they released, um, they released two limited edition ones or special edition ones for May the 4th. And I believe they were like $400, so. Your guess is as good as mine. But I should imagine they will. In due course, not straight away. Maybe like two years down the line, they might start selling these retractable lightsabers. Which would be pretty cool, especially if you like cosplaying and stuff. Because then you can have the actual shaft of the lightsaber um you know on your belt buckle and all this stuff hanging off your belt and then obviously when you take pictures and stuff you can like press the button and it'll retract and then look cool as fuck but yeah so i can only assume that they will they will sell them at some point not straight away but some point because, again, it is Disney, so they know they're going to get some sort of money for it, no matter where. Personally, I think if you're staying at the, the, the Star, what's it called? The Star Cruiser Hotel. You should really get one for free. <laughs> because if it's true, then it's going to be, I think it's like well over $1,000 for the two-night experience. They call it a, a, a two-day, two-night experience or something like that. But I'm sure when I saw like some prices being thrown out there in the world of social media, again, take it with a pinch of salt. I don't know if it's true or not. I don't know if Disney actually come out and said what it's going to be. But a lot of the prices were around like $1,000 mark for the two-day, two-night experience so for that kind of money which is like what five hundred dollars a night which to be fair i think like the main villas and stuff from around walt disney world can go to that price anyway per night some can even go into the thousands per night anyway so i uh, 
Yeah, maybe not give it for free then. <laughs> but like, maybe they could like give them an offer because they're staying there. Like, get this lightsaber for an extra what three hundred dollars or something. I don't know. I'm sure Disney's figured stuff out or got stuff in mind or in place ready for when it does happen. Um. So and. <laughs> Another story that I saw making the rounds last week. Like, it just made me, one, quite annoyed to some extent. And then two, just basically facepalm my face because it's getting beyond the joke now. Uh, can't cancel culture and now saying that... <laughs> The Snow White kiss, true love kiss scene. If you've seen the new version of the ride from Disneyland, California, they've added in uh, the true love kiss scene, you know, where she's led down and only his kiss can wake her up from this death or whatever it is. <laughs> so people are now saying that it's non-consensual kissing. Like, what? It's a fucking story, mate. It's not real life. Because if somebody's in a coma and you kiss them, they're not going to magically wake up. <laughs> not like Snow White did anyway. So, you know what I mean? That's why I got a bit annoyed because I, I just read it and I was like, are people actually that serious that they think like this is like something to talk about <laughs> or to mention you got real first world problems in the world and yet a minority of people feel the need to want to cancel every little bit of things that one isn't real like Genuine <laughs> Snow White isn't real. Two, I think everyone knows about, you know, you can't just openly go out into the world and go kiss somebody. I mean, if you're that confident, then yeah, maybe you will. But I'm pretty sure 98% of people know <laughs> not to do that. And three, it's a bloody fucking fairy tale story that, you know, people read to the kids. So, and when they grow up, I'm sure the parents tell them, like, oh, yeah, none of this is real because that's what, you know, <laughs> you can't keep your kids guessing that this, everything that they get told is real. But, yeah, it just, it's just, weird now like how every everything is you know everything every everything that's coming out in the world is either wrong to someone um or stupid um false you know what i mean the list goes on 
to someone in the world, there's always something wrong. Whether it's like this fake ass story that people have grown up on well over, was it, 80 years or whatever it is. Now all of a sudden, a select few of people are like, oh my god, he didn't ask for a consent. Well, guess what? She's fucking in a coma. She can't say fuck all. Like, so if he didn't do it, then that would be the end of the story, and then that's it. Like, bye bye. Book's finished. Film's done. I'm pretty sure Disney would have been done as well because the film wouldn't have done that great if it just ended there. Like him just looking over, like, well, I can't do anything. You know. All the dwarfs are standing, which to me, like, if anyone wants to, you know, pick up on anything wrong with Snow White, it's got to be the fact that she's living with seven little dudes, isn't it? I mean, how can people not think something's a bit dodgy with that situation? I mean, I don't. I don't really care. I don't like Snow White. I'm just going to say it, and not really one for these original Disney films, per se. The, all the stories, I don't like the stories. <laughs> the films are all right. I just, obviously, as the years have gone on, there's better. There's just been some better stories that have come out, which have topped the originals, so... I get it. Some people love them. That's fine. Everyone has their own likes and dislikes. The main point of this story, though, is the select few of these, uh, air quotes, cancel culture, whatever they're called. I don't really know. You just need to fucking get a life, mate. <laughs> it's not real. Not Real. Anyway, let's move on. There's still a few more stories to go. So I'll I'll, I'll go through like the films and series stuff in a minute at the end of this <laughs> because there was quite a lot that came out of Marvel this week as well. So, Universal have now removed the temperature checks and moved to the three foot physical distancing rule, which I think I talked about in the last Monday, but it was only the airport that has done it so far. But yeah, now Universal have. I think. I don't think I said it last Monday anyway. I mean, like I said, I do record some of this on Saturdays and Sundays to, you know, plot in and then do it all up on Monday. So I don't know if I mentioned Universal were going to do it, but they did announce that they were going to do it. And then the next day it, it happened. <laughs> they got rid of the temp checks and gone to a three foot physical distancing, which I've seen certain videos on. And to be honest, it just looks like a normal queue line now. 
Like I'm, I can't really say that I've ever been in. Well, I can because <laughs> I've been to Disneyland Paris a lot over the last five years. There's times when you're in a queue and people are literally like slap bang up against your back. But 90% of the time, we usually like ain't that close to the people in front anyway. So there's always at least a foot between us. So this free foot rule, when you're seeing the queues and stuff, like long queues, from a distance, it just looks like it's a standard queue now, if that makes sense. Like, it doesn't look like there's any... Oh, just what, a microphone? doesn't look like there's any distancing at all. There's still a bit, but, you know, free foot isn't... Well, from the ground markings, free foot looks absolutely nothing like free foot, if you've, if you've seen the pictures or videos of it. Like, to me, it generally looks like about two foot. But it must be three foot, because obviously that's the guidelines, that's rules, whatever. But what I'm saying is, like, when you're entering a queue, and you see the queue already, it just doesn't look like... It just looks like a normal queue again now. Like, it looks like there's no distancing at all. And, to be honest... If you're fully vaccinated, then it's fair enough. Like, I get it. Fully vaccinated people probably... They probably don't care too much about that sort of distancing anymore. But to some people that still haven't had the vaccines and stuff, three foot probably still is a bit of a stretch. (laughs) But, I mean, if you want to go, you're going to go, aren't you? It's simple as that. So, I think it's... I don't know when Disney's probably going to introduce the three-foot rule for them. I know Universal and Disney are still, obviously, telling people to wear the masks and stuff because they're a privately owned business, so they're allowed to still uh, have the mask mandatory rules in place, even though the state of Florida says that fully vaccinated people don't have to wear masks. But private businesses can overrule them rules, (laughs) in a way. So it's up to them what they want to do. So if Disney say that six-feet rule is still in place, then the six-feet rule is still in place. But Walt Disney World have now said that they are getting rid of temperature checks from the 16th, I believe, which is Sunday. So, that's their first step, obviously. Getting rid of the temperature checks. So then the next step, I assume, will probably come in June at some point to, you know, go from six feet to three feet just so that they can increase capacity I, I, I should imagine that's basically all they're probably going to do it for is to try and get more people in during the summer because obviously summer is summer <laughs> and it's like the busiest time of the year for anyone so I can 
see Disney holding off the free foot rule until maybe another month month from now. So like coming up to mid June. It could possibly be the end of May. So beginning of June might be free foot. Who knows? I don't work for anyone. I don't make the rules. I'm just guessing here. <laughs> Simple as. Um, so everything else was just basically uh, a lot of food. <laughs> a lot of food, a lot of merchandise. Velocicoaster's now up and running for soft opening. They did their annual pass and cast member previews. Last weekend, I definitely know I talked about that. But now, now they're into soft openings altogether for anyone who's there. So, there is ride footage, POV videos on YouTube, which I've seen online that some people are saying that there shouldn't be any up because uh, you have to ask permission and stuff. But at the end of the day, there's so many people that do like vlogging and theme park stuff and ride footage that it's going to get up eventually. So these people are just the first to put it up. The, one, the first one that I did see looked really bad. Like it looked like one of them cheap GoPro sort of cameras because it was just so foggy and cloudy and just, you can make out the ride, but I mean, it just looked really bad. But then there was another one that was up about f- four or five days ago. And that I assume is a GoPro was on his, like a chest piece. And it's pretty crystal clear and you can see all the ride and stuff. So you can obviously go check it out for yourself if you want to. If you don't want to, then it's fine, I suppose. I don't, I don't, I, I'm not your parents or anything. I don't tell you what you can and cannot do. If you want to see it, you'll see it. If you don't, you don't. Simple as. I just wanted to see it because I'm not a massive roller coaster person, but the Velocicoaster, coaster, from the pictures that I've seen of it, didn't look like there's too many inversions. And there's not really from the footage that I've seen of the ride itself. And that's the only thing what puts me off outdoor roller coasters because you can see when the big loops and stuff are happening. And I'm not really a fan of all that stuff. Like little, uh, what are they called, corkscrews and stuff like that. To me, that's fine. And the only thing with this Velocicoaster is the big, high hat or top hat whatever you call it where it goes 155 feet in the air (laughs) but honestly it doesn't it doesn't look that bad so i only wanted to watch it to make sure like if i you know if go in september that i may go on it it could be one then where i get there and i see it in person and then i'll be like (laughs) no but it is what it is i i love watching ride videos i love watching 
vlogs from around any park. So, of course I was going to watch it. Does that make me a bad person for influencing people to actually keep doing it? Probably. I don't care, though. Like, <laughs> it, they're the ones that are probably going to get in trouble if you're not allowed to, you know, post stuff like that. But a lot of people do ride videos, so unless they're willing to go around and, you know, punish everyone that's ever posted any sort of ride video, then crack on. But you're probably going to lose a lot of... Uh, well, you're not going to lose a lot of people here. But, I mean... <laughs> just people are going to lose out on a lot of views and, you know, earning the moolah from YouTube. But, yeah, that's about, that's about it, really. Because the rest is just all little... Little bits and bobs. Oh, the one thing that I did really want to mention, actually. I'm going to mention the new Halloween stuff. Don't worry. That's coming after this because it's going to be quite a lot to rhyme off and talk about, really. So the next thing that I really want to talk about was that Walt Disney World are now hiring for seasonal fireworks and special effects designers, which can only really mean one thing. That fireworks are coming back. Well, you know. <laughs> when it's seasonal, they mean, you know, Halloween, Christmas. So maybe around Halloween, there might be, you know, fireworks back to coincide with this Halloween news that they, they released um, on Thursday, I think. Fri no, Friday, wasn't it? It's Friday. But yeah, so let's get to that Halloween news, shall we? Alright, so like I said, they, Disney announced on Friday. Um, because apparently Friday was halfway to Halloween. Who knew? I mean, I didn't know until everyone started, you know, saying about it's halfway to Halloween. But I definitely wouldn't have thought it. Because Halloween to me seems uh, quite a while off. <laughs> but anyway, Disney teased the day before that they're going to announce stuff for the Halloween. Or they tease something Halloween-y, something like that. So everyone was getting rather excited because uh, Mickey's not so scary Halloween. They usually announce that around this time of year and about like when it's about to take place and when the tickets will go on sale, etc, etc. But this year they announced an all-new Disney After Hours Boo Bash at Magic Kingdom. On selected nights only throughout August 10th through to October 31st. Now, that means there's no Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween party for this year. But, this Boo Bash basically sounds a lot similar <laughs> to Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween party. 
So, I'll just read out, you know, what this article says. I mean, there's quite a lot, but hopefully I'll just pinpoint certain bits. Disney's After Hours Boobash will take place on selected nights August 10th through October 1st during this year from 9pm to midnight, so three hours. Three hours of after-hour after events. Spooky festivities will include Halloween-themed cavalcades, character sightings throughout the park, special performances by the Cavadier Dans, which is obviously Dapper Dans, but, you know, decorations, lighting, music, treat stops with plenty of candy and so much more. So, as I said, it sounds a lot similar. I've never been to a, a Mickey's Not So Scary, but I have seen a lot of vlogs from well over the last God knows how many years, five, six years that I've been watching Disney vlogs of Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween parties. So, yeah. So, basically, I'll just carry on reading this now because it tells you little bits about it. Disney's After Hours Boo Bash tickets will grant admission to Magic Kingdom as early as 7pm without the need of a day park ticket or a Disney Pass Park Pass theme park reservation, giving you in time giving you time to enjoy even more of your favourites. Young guests, old and immortal <laughs> can dress in costume for the occasion and get their fill of Halloween candy. As an important reminder, costume masks are not permitted for adults. They can only be worn by children younger than 14. In addition, all guests are required to wear approved face mask coverings during the event. Right, so. I've seen people go on about this online. Disney have said that they're required to wear approved face mask coverings during the event, which is basically what you have to do now when you're in the parks. And people are like, yeah, but will you need masks by, say, October or Halloween itself? Well, to me, the way I see it is Disney put this in because they've obviously written this now during the time that they're in. Well, they could have written it about a month or so ago anyway. But, I mean, it's just they've written all this because to accord to what the pandemic rules and guidances are now. And if by then you don't need masks, then they will obviously release that information as and when. So as of now, you will need to wear a face covering. If that goes by August, when these, these events start happening, then Disney will let you know as soon as they know, basically. <laughs> they will come out and say, 
Mass are no longer needed, permitted, blah, 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 blah. But for now, Mass are still permitted. If When this event goes ahead, Mass will be needed as of now. Do you get it? I hope so. Just I've seen a lot of people whinge about it, saying that, oh, just... You might not even need mass by then, blah, 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 blah. Well, as of now, shut up. Deal with it. It's happening. Face mask is still required. <laughs> In case you ain't familiar with Disney After Hour events, it's a special event that's open to a limited number of guests after normal park operating hours. So again, I assume... Because I've seen some vlogs for other after-hour events that have happened in Disney over the last three or four years. And it never looks super busy. So I can only assume that the the amount of people they're allowing into these after-hour events is going to be way less than what Mickey's not so scary used to have and going off watching them over the last four or so years at certain times throughout August, September and October there's certain days that didn't even look too busy anyway so it was always just Halloween looked the busiest which is you know to be expected because it's Halloween (laughs) So yeah, is does that mean that there's going to be even less capacity than what would normally be the capacity for Mickey's Not So Scary? I don't know. We'll just have to wait and see. But again, hopefully if I get to go in September, then I'll get to go to one of these boo bashes because I love after-hour events. I've been to a few in Disneyland Paris and... I'm not much of a character meet and greet person anymore unless they're actually like, you know, super rare characters that I actually enjoy and like. I do go more for the atmospheric uh, surroundings of the parks itself, like the music, the ambiance, the, the, the decorations, the lightings, and also the rides because... <laughs> Usually after hour events or after park closing events, whatever you want to call them, the rides are ridiculously short wait times, which means that you can get to go on your favorite attractions like over and over and over and over again. I mean, it may be different in Florida because obviously I've not been for uh, 13 years now, but in Paris, I could you could say like, uh, What's one of like <laughs> like Phantom Manor, for example, like the Halloween party that I've been to at Paris? Because it's Halloween, Phantom Manor usually gets busy, which is Haunted Mansion for anyone that's never been to Disneyland Paris. Phantom Manor gets busy because it is Halloween, but. That being said, throughout the three hours of the night, every time you keep going back, just keep checking up on it. 
I think I ended up riding it about five or six times, <laughs> which, yeah, fair enough. Like, I used to go to Disneyland Paris during the week when I know that, like, there's no school holidays or anything, so I knew it was, like, low crowds. So I could ride it quite often anyway. But for Halloween itself, Halloween night, to ride it, like, five or six times is pretty good going, in my opinion, because how busy stuff is. But yeah, down here it does say the experience offers low wait times for more than 20 attractions from your classics like Haunted Mansion and Space Mountain to the newer favourites like Seven Dwarfs Mine Trains. We have reviews of several versions of this event. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's the place I'm reading it off. They have reviews for Disney Villains After Hour Party, After Hours event. Uh, Hollywood Studios After Hours event and Disney's Animal Kingdom After Hours event. So if you want to, you know, read up on reviews of these After Hour events that happen, head over to WaltDisneyWorldNewsToday.com WDWNT.com Scroll down, find the boo bash, read about it, and then it's at the bottom of the page. Tickets will go on sale in June with an early purchase window available to guests of selected Walt Disney World hotel resorts. So June, <laughs> which isn't too far away. So you have to keep your eyes open. Just keep, you know, keep looking. But I should imagine it'll be... An... It's probably going to be about a month from when they announced it. So 7th of May was when they announced it. So I should imagine by the end of the first week of June, tickets may go on sale. It could be as early as the 1st of June. Who knows? I should imagine Disney will release more information within the next two weeks. Or even if I go on to Walt Disney World's website now. Well, I'll go on it in a bit. But if I go on it, it may be on there now to tell you like all information and stuff that's on there. So maybe that'll tell you when tickets go on sale. But that one I've just read, it just said June. There's no actual specific, specific date. <laughs> so yeah, just have to keep your eyes open. If you are heading to Walt Disney World between the 10th of August and the 31st of October, or even if you live in the US and you listen to my podcast and, you know, you want to go. Just keep those eyes peeled for more information around June, really. So, I know I will be, because I won't mind going. Same with Halloween Horror Nights in Universal Studios. I'm not 100% sure whether I want to go. I kind of want to go, but I don't know if I will. But that, that's another thing that's just like, I just got to keep an eye on, see what's happening. See if it's within our budget and all that stuff. But yeah, that is the Halloween news. Also big news, because this is what I'm, <laughs> this is what I'm going to talk about instead of Mighty Ducks Game Changers this week, because I still haven't watched it yet, because 
been busy this weekend. But I'm going to talk about this instead. Because obviously Marvel released a little trailer of sorts to do with uh, Phase 4. So they've now changed a few of the titles of the films, upcoming films. Uh, they've also given the dates, the new dates of these films being released as well, because obviously some got pushed back from last year, some got pushed back again from earlier this year to later on this year. So here we go. Right. So first off, I want to say Loki. Loki is the new Disney Plus uh, MCU series, which is coming in June. It's been pushed forward by two days. I know. Wow, two days. <laughs> it's now being aired on a Wednesday um, instead of the Friday, which was the usual spot for WandaVision and the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Does this mean that Disney have got something coming out on that Friday? Mm, no, not really. <laughs> to me, it just means that they've probably seen that Wednesday is probably the slowest streaming day, you know, for average people. What like the average for people watching Disney Plus? So obviously, Wednesday is the day that. They don't get many people going on Disney Plus. Maybe they're just testing out something new. Maybe like maybe it's um to do with because they release quite a lot of stuff on every Friday, which is the end of a week to start of the weekend, which makes more sense to me. Like why they release stuff on a Friday. But maybe they're gonna try something new now with Loki coming out on the wet on the Wednesdays. Maybe they're gonna see about maybe dropping some content midweek, as well as the end of the weeks. So for future projects, maybe something will come out on the Wednesday, or say like a Monday, and then something will come out on the Friday. You know what I mean? It could be like just something as little as that. But to me, it seems like well. My first initial thought was that they've obviously seen that Wednesday must be like, uh, not many people are watching us on Wednesday. <laughs> so maybe that might be the reason why. But I can see there's probably quite a lot of people that do watch Disney Plus every single day because there's so much stuff on there now. Like you've got yeah, adult stuff now through Disney Star, which, you know, has Family Guy and American Dad. How I Met Your Mother, Scrubs. They're just to name a few that I watch or I have watched over the years and I probably will start watching them again on Disney+. Plus. And then you got all your Disney classic stuff like Dinosaurs. Uh, Chippendale Rescue Rangers, um, DuckTales, you got all them, like, TV series from Disney channels of the past, 
And then you've got like all the film sides of stuff. So you've got all the like, well, not all the Disney films because obviously there's some that have taken off now. But there's like a crap load of Disney films and then there's a crap load of Marvel films. <laughs> and now they're even introducing like the 20th Century Fox side of stuff. They've just come together and made a deal with Sony so that they can show the Spider-Man films on Disney Plus too. So there's all that. So there's stuff there for everyone to be able to watch every single day. But what I mean, people might not watch series or anything as much on a Wednesday midweek because they usually already watched it from the weekend or they watch it on a Monday just after the weekend. So Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday might be like I don't know, like the quiet days for the the ser- the new series episodes and all that stuff. So maybe that's why they're trying it out on the Wednesday. That's just my personal opinion. It probably falls, but it is what it is. I'll still be watching it because I love Loki. Will I watch it on the Wednesday? Mm, don't know. Will I still watch it on the Friday or the Saturday? Probably. <laughs> It all depends. Like usually, I watch stuff when it comes out on a Friday, so like Friday night. If not, then I usually watch it like Saturday, early Saturday, early Saturday afternoonish. But I've usually watched it before, like spoilers and stuff start coming out on the weekends. Uh. But with that being said, Marvel didn't just stop there with the news. They came out with all the new films for Phase 4, all the new dates, which I'll run through right now. And then we also got little clips, little tiny itty-bitty, itty-bitty clips in this. It was like a three-minute uh, love package, shall we say, to the MCU. <laughs> like, the beginning of it showed the past. So, like, the past heroes and stuff. And then it came up to like showing you the latest things that are coming up. So it showed clips from Black Widow, which we've already seen the trailers for, and it looks cool as fuck. And we're still waiting on it. But that's now out on July 9th on Disney Plus Premium Access, which is 20 it's 20 pounds in the UK. I don't know how much it is or anywhere else. Will I pay for it? More than likely. Or, by then, cinemas will be open. Thank God. Cinemas open in the UK on, well, in Wales anyway, on May 17th, which is next Monday. And I've totally missed going to the cinema. So will I go cinema to watch it? I don't know. Possibly, I mean, if there's a day that I can, uh, well, there's always a day that I can go. It's just whether I feel okay to go or will I feel safe enough to go. Like, them questions still yet to be answered. Will I pay for it on Disney Plus? Like I said, probably because it just means that I can probably, I can then rewatch it over and over again and it'll always be on Disney Plus then. £20, yes, it's a bit expensive, but if you're wanting to watch a film and help 
I don't know. Like, if you're willing to watch it over and over and over again, you're going to be paying like 20 odd pounds in cinema fees to go watch. Like, some cinemas around here, like, well, I'm not going to name drop anyone, but there's big cinema companies in the UK where you can pay £20 just to go watch it the once <laughs> and pay for, like, you know, yes, you're paying for, like, a premium chair or seating, as they call it, and then you get uh, unlimited food and drinks on top of that. So, yeah, there is perks to that £20, but you can do that in your own home. And then with that £20, you can then watch the film over and over and over again whilst enjoying snacks and drinks. So it's a catch-22, really. It's whether you want to or whether you don't want to. It's up to you. I've seen a lot of people argue the points that they don't want to pay the £20 because they're already paying, what is it, like seven ninety nine now for Disney+. Plus. But then there's others that are like me saying that, well, if you want to watch it multiple times, then you're going to have to pay around £20 to go watch in the cinema. Yes, I get the cinema's massive screen with booming sound. But you've got to think, you're going to be sat in the cinema with a mask on for two and a bit hours. Um, you still have to pay for extra popcorn, uh, sweets, drinks every time you go. I mean, you don't have to buy them every time you go. You could go to a local shop before you go and then take it in with you. But again, that's extra money. <laughs> so theoretically, you could watch it, say, I don't know, possibly, um, let's say five times. If you watch it five times before it comes free on Disney+, Plus, which is usually about four months after it's released, something like that, so if you watch it in five times over that time, but yet you, you're you not willing to pay £20 on Disney+, Plus, but yet you're willing to go to, go to the cinema five times to watch it over them four months, even though it doesn't stay in the cinema that long. Usually only stays in cinema about eight weeks on average, something like that. So five times over eight weeks. You go, the local cinema here is about... Well, they did start at £5, but I should imagine the price would be going up because of the loss of income and all that stuff over the past eight, nine months, whatever it's been. So it'll probably go up to about eight quid. So five times eight. I'm not good at maths, but you can work it out. It's fucking well over 20 quid. So <laughs> it's up to you. The pleasure of going sitting in a cinema surrounded by people all wearing masks for two hours or sitting in your comfy bed or your comfy chair downstairs or wherever you're sitting. For £20 to watch a film as many times as you want because it'll always stay on Disney Plus then. Um, yeah, it's just one of them that I'll have to... It, it, I'll just have to think about it when it comes to it. So then they showed us clips of the Shang-Chi Legend of the Ten Rings, which we've seen in the trailer for, which looks pretty cool. That comes out September 3rd of this year. Um, Again, I don't think any of 
other I don't think any of these films other than Black Widow is going on to Disney Plus Premium. Maybe I'm wrong, maybe they will do it as well, like coincide with the cinemas. It could happen. It probably will happen because especially if Black Widow uh, you know, does take quite a bit of money from the Disney Plus side of things. I should imagine it will happen. But don't take my word on it because uh, Marvel uh, or Disney haven't announced anything of that sort apart from Black Widow. So until they say it, then it isn't. You just have to assume that it's all coming out in cinemas. And then we got a little snippet of Eternals. I mean, when I say little snippet, I mean it was literally about, what, 30 seconds. <laughs> so to me, that tells me that there is a trailer coming. Um because they look like clips from a trailer. So I assume the trailer must be coming at some point, because it is also out in November this year. So what's that like? Six months away? Yeah, six months away, isn't it? So yeah, there must be a trailer coming very, very soon. I should imagine... If it's not the mid-May, then it'll be the end of May. I should imagine there'll be a trailer coming. Which I'm excited for. I did read somewhere online. Was it last night or this morning? God, it's been such a long day already. <laughs> that there is a sequel already uh, in production. Ready for Eternals 2, even though the Eternals hasn't come out yet. I say production, but you, I, I just mean they're in talks for a sequel. So, like, maybe scripts being written and stuff. But they're already greenlit a sequel, so obviously the film must have won over executives so much that, you know, they've greenlit a sequel already. So, and they must think that it's gonna do extremely well which i i, I can kind of see because it has got some major stars in the, in eternals to be fair and the storyline of eternals has always fascinated me throughout all the comics so i for one will want to watch this Possibly a couple of times. <laughs> so then they moved on to Doctor Strange Multiverse Madness. Obviously, they didn't show any clips for any of the next films because they're all for next year. And a lot of them, well, Doctor Strange has been filming in London now, but I think they're still filming certain bits. So I don't think there's any clips that they could have shown anyway. Um, but yeah, Doctor Strange in 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 the multiverse of madness. So that that that's changed, hasn't it? Because it used to just be called Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness, but now it's called Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. <laughs> 
Oh, I missed out Spider-Man. Spider-Man No Way Home is out December this year, apparently. I I I I knew it was supposed to be out in December, but I just assumed it might get pushed back. Just because I think they're still technically filming it now. Or have they finished filming it? I don't know. But I knew from about three weeks ago there was on-set footage or something online. Or an on-set picture online. So to me it still seems like they're quite, you know, still filming it. So it's going to be a lot of work needs putting into it in the next seven months to get it out. But maybe they're working, maybe they've already done all the CGI stuff. And they're just waiting to clip it into the film when it's finished. You know what I mean? Who knows? Marvel knows what they're doing. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like Disney execs and Marvel execs know exactly what they're doing. Kevin Feige, I trust Kevin Feige so much. The amount of cool stuff that he's brought to the screens, brought to our lives. I mean... From a comic nerd, I absolutely love it. It's all it's all great. I mean, some of the films were a bit shoddy, but it's to be expected. Not every film they make is going to be great and all that stuff. So, yeah, Spider-Man's out in December, apparently. There you go. <laughs> anyway, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse Madness is now coming out March 25th, 2022. Um, and then it went to four, four. I always say four, and everyone's like, "You saying four? No, four, four. <laughs> Love and Thunder is out May sixth, twenty twenty two, which is two days after my birthday. So probably a cinema trip. It's <laughs> going on there. Um, then they have Black Panther, which is now called Black Panther Wakanda Forever, is out in July 2022, which is still still going to be interesting to see what they actually do with Black Panther now. And then Captain Marvel 2 is now called The Marvels, or The Marvels, should we say. Um, not sure about the name change, but okay. <laughs> it might have been better if you called it Captain Marvel and the Marvels or something like that, or Captain Marvel, the Marvels. Because to me, the Marvels just looks like it's an entirely different film. If, say, a novice of some sort just walked in and seen the Marvels and was like, oh, okay. That sounds pretty cool. <laughs> but to most people that already know Captain Marvel 2 was happening, to now call it the Marvels, I don't know. I suppose, like I said, they know what they do. <laughs> Captain Marvel is actually a really decent film, so. 
And then it jumps to Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania, which is out in February 2023. Which I thought was a bit weird one because everyone always says like January and February are the worst times to bring out films in cinemas. So maybe they could have pushed pushed it back a bit, maybe to like March or April. Or took Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three's place, which is in May twenty twenty three, which is May May fifth, <laughs> day after my birthday. So maybe they could have put Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania May 5th and then brought out Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 say like July, summertime. And then that would have ended off Phase 4 then for summertime. Well, I say it ended off Phase 4. Usually phase the phases of the Marvel Studio films usually end off with an Avengers film. So... Unless they've got a secret Avengers film or something in the works for the end of 2023, then who knows? Or possibly Phase 4 might end with, uh, I don't know, like Fantastic Four, because they've, they've announced that and Blade, but they didn't really say what dates and stuff that was coming. I wouldn't be surprised if Blade is moved to like a series or something on Disney Plus. Because a series of Blade would probably be better than an actual film. Because then, like we've seen with The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, like six 45 minute episodes. What's that? That's like four and a bit hours. And you can tell a lot over that expanded amount of time. I think Blade would really suit a series more than a film nowadays. Like, I think people would probably watch, especially with the hype around vampires and stuff anyway, I think people would probably watch it more if it was a series than a film. Uh, Hawkeye, is, Hawkeye, is that coming out this year? I can't remember if that's coming out this year. That's another series that they've just finished filming about two weeks ago. Um, so I think that's, that's supposed to be, I'm sure it said it's supposed to be the end of this year. Possibly might be early next year. But yeah, there's there's a ton of stuff coming out for Marvel and the MCU. There's even talks that Daredevil might even, you know, get um a revitalized series through Disney Plus, which... I don't know, it probably could happen. I would personally like to see The Punisher get a proper, you know, a proper good run with a series. I mean, the two series on Netflix were great. I really enjoyed them. But, I mean, they could somewhat carry that over to Disney Plus now. Now that Marvel, now the contract finished with Netflix so Marvel now has the rights for them characters back. So I could totally see Disney Plus doing something with them. Maybe they'll just pop up here or there in the film. There is talks that um Matt Murdock will pop up in Spider Man No Way Home. But 
I don't know. I don't know. Because there's already so many characters that apparently appearing in that film, so I think just chucking in Matt Murdock for like two minutes or three minute cameo or whatever is just going to be like, meh. I think he's better either appearing in a film with somebody. So like, obviously not him being the main, main character, but say like, I don't know, I'm trying to think now. Like, me. Let's just, for example, example only. Say, like, Black Widow. He appears in Black Widow. It just means that he'll be, a, like, an extra character added to that film. But Black Widow is still the main character. If you get what I mean. Like, that might be a way of bringing somebody like Matt Murdock in. And not just bringing him in for, like, a two, three minute stint so that fan service and all that stuff I'd rather see him get his own like a f proper long appearance or like I said just do another series <laughs> I think that might be a way to go anyway I'm going to leave it here that was your Disney news that was your Halloween Disney news and that was your, your, your Marvel update from all the past week so with that being said I am going to go. <laughs> it is it, it is probably going to be about an hour and some. So I'm really sorry. But enjoy. If you've got any questions, any issues, any comments you want to add towards me, you know where to find me. My Instagram is back to geek blog. My Twitter is back to geek one with the number one at the end. Uh, TikTok is back to the geek with the number two. Uh, my Twitch is back to the geek as well. Um, yeah, just if you want. My email as well is back to geek at yahoo.com. So if you, if you want to chat, you know where to find me. You know what to do. Keep being you. Keep being awesome. Keep being safe. Keep being cool. Keep being amazing. Keep up the love and support. Keep loving and supporting each other throughout these times. We'll get there. Don't worry. I don't do outros, but I've been Ben, you've been you. I'll I'll see you. <laughs> I'll speak to you next time. <laughs>